welcome back to Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture and just what's been happening this week. It's very much an opinion-based podcast, I would say. Opinion more than facts. Yeah. <laughs> We're not, not a spreading misinformation way. No. But in a very much going with a vibe way. Pure vibes. It's a pure vibe situation. Yeah. And as such, because we're sharing a lot of our opinions, you can feel free to share your opinions with us. If you disagree, if you agree, mm-hmm. um, if you don't really care, but you just want to let us know you're listening, social media is there. It's in the description and you can just, you know, give us a DM if you want. Um, also, there is a link to Patreon in the description. We have a Patreon where we do two bonus episodes per month on a varying scale of subscription yeah three pound five pound three pound five pound equivalents in different currencies <laughs> whatever it's coming yeah. up for you that is the, the price information is on there it's all self-explanatory yeah. i'm just a bit of stu- an idiot sometimes. no so this is not the vibe of this podcast <laughs> no self self-love it's a self-love self-love podcast. podcast um if so if you want to share the love um <laughs> chuck a couple of pounds our way We do Bad Book Club where we read what's considered trash fiction, but it's not. We love it. It keeps us sane. It keeps us safe. There's a lot of free books. Um, They're often e-books that we get. We read one a month. We've done that for quite a while now. So there's a lot. If you're wondering what to read next, head on over there. And if you've read anything, give us a shout. Let us know. Yeah, recommendations welcome. Absolutely. We also do Celebrity Corner where we talk about a celebrity or a couple or an incidence that we don't really have enough to talk about on the main pod. Yeah. Um, last month, yeah, it's last month now, we did um, the Gwyneth Paltrow controversy, um, which kind of leads into... The beginnings of the trial. Yeah, we we were covering it in live yeah. time, which was quite interesting. But that's over there, so if you're like, oh, I want to know what they think about Gwyneth Paltrow. It's there. It's it's all there. It's all there. But and if you want to yeah. check it out, you can check it out, but there is you don't have to. Um, no obligation. We're happy you're here. Yeah. Any support is very welcome. If you find that interesting, you can literally just pay for one month if you want to or nothing. It literally is up to you. It's just yeah. if you fancy it, it is there. It's a little bit more content, two extra podcasts a month, but it really is down to you and we, we're we grateful for any support we get. Absolutely. Um. So thank you for the support once again. And let's start the podcast. We like to start with pop culture from mm-hmm. the week that we've seen and we've found interesting. And then we'll get into the main topic of the day, which is probably just a deep dive into something from the week. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think, speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, yes. the trial has been and gone. Yes. It has concluded. Mm-hmm. And um, the jury found her not guilty. I predict this, this <laughs> in the Patreon episode, if you would like to give it a listen, based on the, um, what I think, complete lack of um, scientific evidence, but I just didn't think that Gwyneth Paltrow could cause that amount of damage to a man. It seemed like a lot of damages that yeah. he listed as, which like, he probably, you know, a doctor will have listed all of that for the lawsuit. Oh, he may so have got he all those injuries, all but yeah. you can't really prove that they came from this incident, or that Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow paltrow is to blame um, it might have had well anyway there's two differing stories she won she got her one pound and then core fees which i always really respect mm. i think it's a it's a bit of pettiness that i enjoy she's like i didn't do that <laughs> it was yeah. such like a and there were very strange moments where they're asking her about her relationship with taylor swift yeah and how much are you good friends with taylor swift and she's like no not really but i was like 
Because I think they were asking her about why she was... Why she'd done the one the pound yeah. damager. I, I don't know why it's that weird. Like, you can sue for nominal damages. Like, mm. that's a thing that you can do. It's not yeah. just Taylor Swift that does it. It's just she's a high-profile <laughs> case. No, only it, Taylor Swift. It's only Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift's precedent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it is sort of a Taylor Swift precedent. But it was just really awkward. There are certain bits... A lot of the trials that are publicised mm. it really opens these like um attorneys opens them up to a lot of criticism because sometimes you're listening to them and it's like i don't know why they're asking these questions i know why but like the relevance the way they phrase them bringing taylor swift into it i know why they asked but i thought that was such a silly question the way it's like a viral moment i know but the way that she was um this attorney was like her like questioning of Gwyneth Paltrow was so random like mm. I know I know that it was based in things but one of the things was she was asking her how tall she was and Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> was like I'm 5'10 and this woman was like oh I wish I was 5'10 like I- it was so weird <laughs> it, it was so weird it was so they were both so calm it was just yeah. very bizarre um but the most I think the biggest moment that people have been talking about is after the verdict Gwyneth leaves and whispers to the man who accused her of doing uh-huh. this. Um well, what people think was whispers was I wish you well. Which is so cutting, isn't it? From it, the Queen yes. of Woo Woo Wellness to be like, I wish you I well. Wish you Which well. actually might be a curse coming from Gwyneth Paltrow because her look is. of wellness is not really <laughs> anyone's going to subscribe to willingly I think it's so interesting that public opinion was very against Gwyneth Paltrow following um, the and we talk about this on Patreon but the podcast podcast she did recently where she was talking about her diet and all these things and um, it was so against her and then now actually this trial has done a lot in her favor a lot of people absolutely yeah really sided with gwyneth they really appreciated what she was wearing everyone really like thought that it was quite iconic um (laughs) which is always quite bizarre when it's like a trial but like um Mm. or some sort of court hearing it's quite strange but it did a lot for gwyneth like and and, what we're talking about now really rather than the podcast yeah and (laughs) you know i even i fall into it a little bit because it, it was kind of iconic and I like the idea that potentially in years to come we'll get a sort of Ryan Murphy adaptation of the whole thing. Do you think like, she'll play herself? Yeah. Or Jessica for a challenge Lang. she'll she'll play the guy that <laughs> sued her. Like, there was another quite there was something like the lawyer was questioning this is something someone has told me so it's not come from something I've read mm-hmm. so I might be misinterpreting some of this but someone told me that apparently the lawyer was questioning the man who is, is it an ophthalmologist that's yes. an eye doctor? Yeah. And so he's an ophthalmologist and he, she said, oh, well, you're blind in one eye, aren't you? And he was like, no, I wouldn't say that. Mm. Um, and she's like, oh, but you've, you you know, you've, you've said this before. You've said you're blind in one eye. And he said, oh, well, I use the term blind very loosely. And then she went, you're an ophthalmologist, which <laughs> is, <laughs> is fair concerning. Point. It's concerning. I think that started, people started to notice a couple of holes in the case at that yeah. point. Yeah. As, as an ophthalmologist to say you're using the term blind loosely is quite especially because it's all about how much damage that she's caused him it, it you can't be loosey-goosey with those kinds of descriptions <laughs> no not really um but yeah i think it was determined that they couldn't rule out that he hadn't had a lot of these conditions beforehand and that the evidence was 
too flimsy like you said way back when when it first began that actually she probably isn't <laughs> large enough to cause that kind of damage to no. somebody <laughs> no. even if it's colliding on a ski slope and that um well i lost half day of skiing she did lose half a day of skiing and and she did you and know, she's got her one she's daughter. got a packed in day <laughs> busy 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 for miss gwyneth yeah never stops no what next um and lana daray is engaged to a man so this um it's called evan thoughts got any she's an ad like she's an adult <laughs> do what you want you can get married if you want it's <laughs> a little bit people just, are very are you happy for her yeah oh i'm very i like the new album um i think i've got very well i had a complicated feelings after her um question for the culture which we covered when it first came yeah. out in 2020 but i think you know she's someone that's very happy now as she yeah says. <laughs> no hasn't always been a no. happy chappy but yeah i think it's like what was the line in one of the new songs where it's, it's like i could be green i can be blue but i'm also regrettably a white woman um so oh. there's dialogues going on within that people are Ooh, being I didn't, like I d- i've not heard that one <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> It's, it's a strange um strange choice a strange of, line yeah but no I th- it's also I th- quite derivative of mika i'm when i was saying it out loud in my recollection like, it might not be an exact same phraseology singing but... grace kelly by mika go stream grace kelly by mika Great yeah song. absolutely Great song. Um, but that was the only other thing that i saw other than um obviously the topic of today's conversation you didn't see that donald trump was indicted oh no i did see that but i tried not to <laughs> try to avoid that i tried to avoid him at every cost it happened so what it's do you th- what do you think is our law correspondent law correspondent even not british law um <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't honestly i don't have much thoughts on it you know when something feels like it's a long time coming yes. and it, it's always so bizarre to me that this is the thing that they've gotten for um that's the part because it's always been rumbling i think i think it's always been like in the background that potentially there's this lawsuit he he paid stormy Stormy daniels Daniels to not say that they had slept together he paid what it is three hundred thousand dollars yeah or his lawyer paid her three hundred thousand dollars in 2016 to say that she hadn't slept with him and then she did (laughs) And then she told everyone Which, anyway. I've got to respect it. I've got to respect it. And now he's been indicted. Um, because it was, he used campaign funds yeah. um, to hush this up. It's just It's just During silly. a campaign. It's just silly. But it, it does feel like there's a lot of stuff that he did. And it's so weird to me that this is the thing. Like, it's terrible. Mm. But it's like, it is weird that that's the thing that he's got on. Like, it's clearly all they could get him on i guess i don't know but we'll he's see. the only president that's ever been actually formally indicted which are terrible i know um, <laughs> and also another in more news of a similar vein andrew tate is no longer in police custody in romania mm. he is i think he's on house arrest now okay so, so he's still he's not free but i think he they did keep him for a while and they kept extending it, didn't they? They, did. they kept being like, no, 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 another 30 days. So they probably just used the end of that. Um... Yeah. And now I th- I think I saw he was on house arrest. So yeah. we'll see what happens with that. I wonder how soon that he'll be charged or tried or I don't know. any of it. Because you know what? 
the Romanian justice system looks like. No. <laughs> in particular. I do not. I have no clue. It feels like even if they don't manage to get him on anything in Romania, like, he, there's going to be different lawsuits in different countries, Surely. I think. Like, because um, I don't think he committed, like, some of the crimes he was accused of in Romania, so cross-country borders cross-country border think situation. interpol situation he's just going around europe causing <laughs> yeah i do causing irreparable damage it just feels like something <laughs> he is doing just doing whatever he wants but that i think that's about it um there's probably other things minor oh, things the guy that has created tiktok has been in front of a american select committee and there's another conversation that they might ban tiktok i love this man He's great. He's I love him icon. so much. He made a TikTok after this all happened where he was like just basically outlining what the aims were for TikTok. And he's okay. so concise with everything he mm. says. I'm not saying that TikTok's perfect, but like he has a plan of action. Yeah. And they just did not let him speak throughout a lot of this. Mm. Like they would not let him explain things to them. It's because they didn't understand yeah they didn't understand (laughs) they fundamentally didn't understand what was happening (laughs) and how the internet works in its most basic sense it's embarrassing it was it it was embarrassing because i know as a podcast we don't do much research like we we do research the topic but there is some bits like yeah we we probably don't have all the information but i think if i was in their position i would have researched (laughs) tiktok a little bit more um because some of them i they i swear they don't They've never been on the internet in general. But like, how? No, I. They, it's baffling to me. Like some of the stuff that they're saying, well, I like, think it's. It I, looks at your eyes, and he's like, "Sorry." He's like, "But does TikTok use like motion sensor in the eye?" And he's like, "If there's a face filter on, but, which is perfectly reasonable, but he's like, but it's tracking my eye movements every." And he's like, "They think they no. think it's some sort of." They're suggesting that it's tracking your eye movements to see when you like things. <laughs> And there's actually much easier ways that they can do that. (laughs) There was another thing where they were asking how it knows people's ages. And essentially how it knows people's ages is because I think you put your age in. Put your birthday in, yeah. So that's how. And that's what he's trying to explain to them. And they're like, so it's not not based on eye tracking. It's based on putting your age in. Like, I don't know. It was so... But this man, like, I just wish they'd let him speak. And it feels like it would have been a lot fair. I mean, they did let him speak, but there was a lot of things that they were not letting him explain. Mm. And then when I saw this TikTok video, I was like, this... I think... I think a lot of people were on his side. I don't think many people would support the banning of TikTok. No, because we've already lived through that. Do you remember when it was all like Trump was going to ban TikTok? He was going to ban it. And I don't, like... The more sensible thing to me would be don't ban it, but work with him to make sure it's regulated. Absolutely. I get that they suspect that this information is being sold, but like... All information is being sold. Regulate it. Yeah. Regulate all of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why, what do you think? So, like banning TikTok would just... There would then be a gap in the market for someone to do the same thing. Exactly the same thing. It's yeah. not, it, not going to work. I don't know. It was so silly. I didn't enjoy seeing it, but it was quite funny more random bits from committee hearings where you're just like oh my god this is it makes me wonder how people get certain jobs yeah i don't really get that yeah anybody that's ever thought imposter syndrome would go watch that (laughs) and you will not feel like you are unqualified for your job (laughs) such extreme imposter syndrome all the time and i watch things like that and i'm like i think i think anyone could do a better job than that (laughs) 
I like I understand being under pressure, not saying yeah, things correctly. I don't, I, you know, I know there was this whole thing about one of the women there couldn't like say any of her words properly, which is all well and good, like having a bit of a laugh about that. But I'm not going to criticize someone on that because we all do oh. that. But just fundamentally not understanding what you're <laughs> questioning someone about is baffling. In a committee. That's yeah. going to make it, recommendations actually, about whether this thing is going to get banned nationwide. It's like, actually, like, <laughs> very <insane>. concerning. But <laughs> Anyway, so also this week and our main topic of the day, there's been a lot of discussion of M- Emily Ratajkowski. Yep. Or M. Ratter, as we will probably refer to her. It's just easier. <laughs> it's, how, it's how we always refer to her. I don't know if everyone else does and that. And it's her moniker as well. Exactly. And her Instagram handle. So, like... I always call her M. Ratter. I just... I don't know. I think it's because I see the Instagram mm. mostly. Yeah. Um. So M Rata has been kind of in the news this week because there was a clip of her <laughs> earlier in the week getting it on with Mr. Harry Styles uh, in Japan, I think. In Japan, yeah. In Japan. Um. And I much love to all my girls that are big Harry Styles fans. <laughs> this did not make this man attractive to me in any way. It was icky. It was. It like was. two very attractive people. This is, they just look so normal. Which I know is like, they aren't people more... at the end of the day. But that kind of awkward end of the night when the club lights turn on. I know they were know. outside in the dark against the car, but so many situations so many nights out have ended like that and you've stayed too long yeah. and everyone's drunk and tired and lost and you look out and there's just this like brightly lit i know necking it's just like oh it's no, not I don't pleasant <laughs> i didn't like it um it just for me felt like it looked like a very clear pr stunt like i, I don't which have, she's a big fan of i don't have much an opinion on the whole event because i'm like it looked like a pr stunt to yeah. me like i don't really care because i think they were just told to go stand there because where it is is weird By, like, I, i'm not street i feel like it's kind of a known <laughs> like, thing that like if you're a celebrity and you want to do something like that you can be more discreet you can yeah. hide it i'm not this isn't me in support of the paparazzi following people and no. essentially stalking it's that some people know where to go and like mm-hmm. they call people and so i'm not saying that definitely happened but it did feel quite staged to me and um, she's that's the path that she's on at the moment she's trying out a bunch of different celebrity relationships yeah um in her singledom Yes, and, and I know she said on. I think she said on her podcast recently that because she's been followed by the paparazzi, it's making her. It's difficult for her to casually date. And if that's true, yeah, yeah that's that is a bit. I mean, it, I mean, it's not terrible. It's just annoying, isn't it? Like she should be able to do that. Yeah, but I, I do kind of the the things that have happened look quite staged, in my opinion. In all of them, yeah, they they seem quite <laughs> staged, and I don't really have an issue with that because people stage a lot of their careers and like absolutely. I think this is just more obvious to me than other things. Yeah. I don't really care about people staging things. In fact, I think it's just another version of like reality TV. It's just a way of us. It is, but it's a more. It's what we had before we had reality TV. Yeah. And, so- and they come kind of come hand in hand and have different waves of it. But I think she's using it to position herself as this, like... So she's no longer just the model or the actor. She has, like, a lot of... She's, like, kind of bringing a lot of feminist thought to a different kind of audience and playing into that as, yeah. like, someone that reads a lot and thinks a lot and has this podcast and has these kinds of feminist discussions, which I think is, like, something that... She- 
if she's really passionate about it now it's not mm. there are many more people having much more weirder hot air conversations than you know she's bringing she's talking about feminism in a very accessible way which is great i much prefer that sort of celebrity podcast to like yeah a lot of other celebrity podcasts <laughs> yeah i think it's quite it just... good like it, it you know in a very cliched sense she's starting a conversation um and if it introduces someone to some feminist literature that's very interesting or just i don't know some feminist thought that they've never really considered i think i don't think that's ever a negative thing absolutely not and i think i've always been quite hard on her because i didn't like her (laughs) but i listened to quite a lot well i listened to a couple of them on very quick speed Mm. and so she does like a interview episode and then she does like a little shorter episode like in the interview which is quite i think quite well thought out it is because she's she reads an essay yeah a feminist literature essay and uh-huh. then kind of goes through it and is like so this is the quote and then i will give my opinion on it so she's engaging that's quite good in, so it's like kind of that essay form but in a podcast yeah thing but she's like talking about can you be a feminist and get plastic surgery and she talks about her what did experience. she think about that she says yeah because she's a big choice feminist which i think yeah. was a lot of the criticism previously when she talked about feminism that it's like well you're the most beautiful woman in the world you're protected by all this privilege but i think her career now the more she's been writing and the Mm. more she's kind of read i think it was like oh emily ratajkowski's just discovered feminism great fantastic thank you so much for that but i actually i'm going to retract that and say she's bringing it to a whole new young potentially audience of people yeah she seems to be like engaging in tiktok like the people she gets on she's got like tiktokers on and people that are really big in the moment which is nice and i think there's something about i mean she does have quite a big male audience as well she does because she suits she's like the epitome of what is beautiful yeah and i think with that she doesn't i think a lot of men, not to generalise, but I think it kind of is true, want a certain thing from a woman. Mm-hmm. And I think they probably did enjoy that in the past she didn't have much an opinion and she didn't yes. share much yeah. thought. And now she is doing that. And I kind mm-hmm. of appreciate that because that could have... It could have affected her career negatively Definitely. because a lot of people... A lot of the people who loved her, a lot of these men probably didn't want to hear that she was yeah. a massive feminist. And, yeah. Um, th- it, that probably... it shatters the illusion that you're just a body and yeah. that you are just a face and got big boobs and you're beautiful but alternatively as well like it might maybe maybe a couple of those men have listened to the podcast and have also learned something like it would be quite nice to think (laughs) that that has happened i'd love to look at her viewership and like look at the statistics statistics. (laughs) and i doubt that it's very many men but like maybe it feels like it's getting it to a wider audience and i am quite happy with that but with along with her um kissing harry styles this week was this concern (laughs) that potentially she would be fall victim to um, kind of what happened to Olivia Wilde, mm. which Olivia Wilde obviously dated Harry Styles for a long time, and well, two year, two years, which is it's quite a long I think time, quite a long though, time I think. in like a pop culture sphere. Yeah, definitely. Um, and while she has done things that probably deserve some criticism, mm-hmm. she was she faced unreasonable hate. It was rabid. It yeah. was like constant and. Oh, relentless! Like the cruel, uh, like some of it saying that she was like too old and about her past relationship and that she didn't deserve it. And you know, just like you don't know this, you don't know. And like stuff that I saw that 
it's still continuing, like, this hatred, because I saw earlier in the week, it was a headline that was, like, apparently, so she's got these custody proceedings going on okay. with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Um, which you'll probably remember from the, like, her being served on stage. Yeah. Um, which is a cruel thing to do, whether it yeah. could be helped or not. It was, yeah. it was embarrassing. Um, and she, at something had come out where, like, she submitted something to essentially be like, he can afford to keep these proceedings going on, and I oh. can't. And oh, there were okay. so many people being like, oh, she's pleading poverty. Like, what? that's so, uh, like, you know, there's a lot of hatred towards her saying yeah. that. But I remember seeing something recently that Jason Sudeikis got like something like one million dollars per episode of ted lasso i'm not sure if that's true but it it reported as reported and you know the popularity of ted lasso it does kind of make sense to me that he would earn that amount is it amazon or disney it's apple oh so there's big money behind these things it's not again you know and a little wild yeah she directed a big film but like i can't imagine her having that sort of income was it a commercial success i don't don't actually know. know i don't know that it was and then um, and like her career opportunities, I imagine in this this have probably gone a little bit downhill. And it yeah. is a thing that people do where they try and elongate trial processes because they know that basically the other side might run out of money during it and yeah. won't be able to afford yeah. to continue. Yeah. But there was no one had considered that that was a thing, a tactic but if you, that he was using. Yeah, yeah, if you step away from it, and he might not be doing that, and this yeah. might just be her saying, "I cannot afford to keep doing this." If you step away from this. And forget who it is. Mm. That's a horrible position to be in. This woman yeah. might be losing custody of her children yeah. just because she can't afford to continue court proceedings. Or do like the mediation or yeah. if things get rescheduled. Like the lawyers, they will have like the biggest hotshot. Yeah, like, for bat- sure. What's it like custody battle lawyers or whatever mm. it is, like the proper name for it. So they're not going to be cheap. You're going to be paying these people thousands of dollars per hour. Like, And even if you're getting a cheap lawyer... It's just an expensive process. Like, yeah. It's yeah. never cheap unless you have just the most amicable setup overall. It, it's just not a cheap process. So it's just so interesting that this hate has really stuck with her. She's not even with Harry Styles anymore. No. And then, we like, I haven't watched it, but the take put out a video earlier this week saying, like, talking about this hatred towards Olivia Wilde and where yeah. that came from. I'm sure it's very interesting. We love the take. Um, we used to watch great. the take all the time. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah. really good YouTube, and I really like they do more like opinion things yeah. rather than just film because their film critiques were really good. But it's nice to have. I mean, as people who just share opinions, we love other people's opinions all the time. But I think as well, all of the headlines I saw when I was looking for the the kiss photo and whatever yeah. was M Ratter begs Olivia Wilde for forgiveness. I, know. I was like, what? Why is she begging? What do, you, like, what do you mean? She's begging for she's forgiveness. Begging. I didn't believe this one bit. No. Like, so uh, supposedly the reports are a source close to, which of course, it's always a source close. Well, who is this source? So I'm gonna be fucking Perez Hilton all the ilk, like <laughs> yeah, just making sure. stuff making up, making stuff up for the drama. <laughs> yeah. So supposedly, and there is some evidence of this. Olivia Wilde and Emma hang out a bit, and I think well, I think the they past, were at the Oscars. They together. were at the Oscars. They hung out at the Oscars. They were pictured together. They were pictured together. (laughs) Besties. Yeah, it means they must be besties. (laughs) And also in the past, I think um, Emrata had defended Olivia Wilde during all the criticism. She said she had to defend her, which I appreciate. But so so now there's these headlines that following the kiss, she's begging Olivia Wilde (laughs) to forgive her. And it's like, yeah, you know, if they were close 
And she had done this she with got instantly with her ex boyfriend yeah, for two years. It, You'd be it, a bit it, You would be. I'd. I'd be angry. I'd, I'd be, be angry. But there's no report of like Harry Styles begging Olivia Wilde right? for forgiveness after he embarrassing her, her for getting yeah, <laughs> yeah in public yeah. photograph doing it. Like, you know, it's not, just no headline free. like that. It's like, oh, we must now create this drama between these two women. Wow, two women we can pit against each yeah. other. Yes, rubbing their little hands together and being like, can't wait Literally, for this. Literally, there's no mention <laughs> of like, potentially Harry Styles should also, yeah. if anyone's begging for forgiveness, he should be begging for forgiveness as well. Because I get that they'll move on. But doing it very publicly, He's getting everyone talking about absolutely. it. It's not, it's not the nicest thing to do. Not only has that relationship ended with him and Olivia Wilde, he might have broken up a friendship which I think is more catastrophic. Very true, very true. So it's just, it's interesting the way people talk about it because I did see, I saw, I kept seeing this tweet where people were like listing the people that Emrat has dated in Mm. the past. Um, I think it's, so she broke up with, well, she filed for divorce from Sebastian Sebastian. Ben McLeod. Yeah. McLeod. We'll get on to him. He is a problem. The terrible man in these circles. Literally, yeah. So they broke up in September. Mm-hmm. So since then, I think she started dating Pete Davidson in the November beginning. It was confirmed in yeah. December. And then that ended. But there was a lot of like random PR things going on with them, with their sightings. Yeah. And then it was definitely Eric Andre by Valentine's Day. So yeah. it's February. But that has also now since and ended. And there, there potentially was another person... I think there was oh, like was there? potentially I can't remember, but I feel like I saw four pictures, but was it no, did was she one of the ones that they tried to get with like <gasps> float for Brad Pitt? Yeah, it was Brad Pitt. Yeah. So but that was never confirmed, was it? No, I, don't I think, think... They, I think there was like toe in the water of PR relationships and he and then, was still too toxic. And she was like, This isn't thing. good for my vibe. No, because who did they do the same who else did they oh, float with Brad Pitt? Another young woman, I think. Yeah. Another like, two young women. Just yeah. all, to all the PR people, it doesn't help Brad Pitt's PR <laughs> if you pair him with a really young woman. Like, it's just... And you see how people respond to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. It doesn't make us like Brad Pitt more no. if he's with someone super young. Like, yeah. it doesn't help him. But so there was this this tweet that was going around with like, and she's dated this many people since then. And she's just been divorced and has admitted on her podcast that she's dating around. She wants to, like, yeah. you know, she's just been married. Clearly not a great marriage. Yeah. Clearly not a great man that she was married to. <laughs> yeah. um, and she's dating around. She's having fun. She's allowed to. And if she has to do it in the public eye. Yeah. So I th- and, you know, she's not, she's not stupid. She knows how these things work. Yeah. She knows when the attention is focused on her. So I think having these kinds of relationships that are very out in the open everyone's like it's so staged how dare she she's like if they're gonna be there anyway i can't hide it from them because then they'll be able to sell more whatever because they're like who's she dating now but i think there was also a headline about her defending Taylor Swift in, in a thing with I them, kept seeing with Ellen. this as well it's she's made a comment on a TikTok uh, and yeah, people are writing articles it. about it. it's ridiculous but i think it's more like Emrata positioning herself in pop culture as a celebrity which makes sense because you and know I- I it's, like it. It's I not f- the worst thing in the world to have a little bit of self awareness because I think it was when Ellen was just being really horrible about she kept Taylor, like she, forcing her to say show who she boyfriends. was dating and stuff like that. Yeah. It was not pleasant, but I, I think it's you know a lot of people have this thing when models act and they're like, oh god, she's trying acting or like vice she versa. opened her mouth. How yeah, dare how she? How dare she? And I get we all do it a little bit. We're <laughs> yeah. like, how are they qualified to do this? I, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get where we're coming from. But essentially, it's just another career venture. Like you say, yeah. she's like becoming 
essentially kind of a similar vibe to like a Kardashian, but potentially a new brand of that with more considered thought and more like actual opinion on politics and things like that. The Kardashians never really love to share their political opinion. And I think she's she's being really smart about that. And when I looked at the trajectory of it, I was like, no, she's she knows that there is going to be a void of the Kardashians very soon. And I don't think the Kardashians will ever go away. I just no, think will, I the don't. influence will change. They'll have to adapt, but they're very good at adapting. And well, they've, if, yeah, they've done it well with the internet as they have. You know, the, their meteoric rise was meteoric. I think there was a Demois, like post earlier the week or something at some point where they were saying that um, it, that someone was commenting on this like fall of the Kardashians mm. and they're essentially saying that Kim specifically is just reevaluating where she can fit in and she's kind of looked at how Paris Hilton's come back in a nostalgia sort of way and potentially yes. that's how she will fit herself back into pop culture in a look at me in a nostalgic yeah. light look how iconic I used to be and can we bring that back that's and I so think that's that would be a really good thing for her to do but yeah. it does leave a gap of like who is the current like Kim Kardashian in her like early 30s mm-hmm. in like the early 2000s yeah that was to us who's gonna fill that vi- uh, that void who fills yeah. that and Emrata could do it or she's, like the Julia 31. Fox sort of era yeah. like they're all in their early like 30s that. Yeah, exactly. fashion people. Yeah, who, you know, Kardashians can't have the same role in pop culture forever. No. They'll still have a role, but it it, it changes. And it, it's changed ever since. Drastically. Yeah. Um, so it was just interesting seeing a tweet like that, especially considering one of the people she's dated is Pete Davidson mm-hmm. and famous for dating lots and lots of different people. Yeah. And just having those people listed, but it just feels different. I don't think the way people list Pete Davidson's girlfriends and dating habits, I don't think people are as negative about it. There's always going to be, she's dating too many men, and there's, why she's going through all these men? Oh, she can't. And also, and like, she, she has a, like, she has a child. She has a child. And it's always like, yeah. why is she not looking after the child? Like, God forbid she have a night off. <laughs> like, what, is she going on dates once, twice a week? Like... What do you? Th- how much? She, you think yeah. she, like people have childcare? Yes. She doesn't have to be with the child all the time. It's probably better no. that she has a break every so often. And it's fine if she wants to date her. Like, what's what? It's that thing of like women can't do right for doing wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she was completely like not seeing anybody, people like she is hiding away after her divorce. Her divorce was awful. Let's look more into the divorce and why they're getting yeah, divorced. Yeah, yeah. And da da da. So she's like, well, okay. If I'm ready for casual dating, I'm talking about my podcast. I'm, yeah. you know, debuting these funny men. Mm-hmm. I don't think Harry Styles is that funny, but no. he's not known as a funny man. Sure, no. sure, he's got some, I think something he's about humorous. Him. He has the capacity. Yeah, he's got humorous <laughs> capacity. <laughs> Sorry, Harry. <laughs> it's not for me, but it, it is for Emrata. But I think she. I think it was pretty much immediately established that. She's not dating Harry Styles. This was no. a one-off situation. It's a little kiss, little dancey, dancey, little kiss. And I think it's you know I don't have a problem with it. I'm, no, I I could have gone without seeing the clip. It's when people kept like pausing it and taking screenshots. I was is like, it, this is mean. The thing this is, is like... nothing is worse than, and I hate to bring it up because this is mean, but nothing is ever worse than the Timothy Chalamet, Lily, Lily oh, Rose Depp my God, boat yeah. pictures. Like nothing Mleh. is worse than that. I don't want to bring it up because it's not nice. 
but no like that is that is forever the worst paparazzi <laughs> picture that exists yeah. i don't think we should encourage anyone going to see that picture it's not nice um i forgot about that but it played such a big part in is, our no, uni years just like... don't ever film people kissing because at the end of the day it probably oh. doesn't look good especially Any if you zoom it. in <laughs> you you cut bits you like pause bits it's not gonna look good it's, it's yeah it's just i don't need to see it anyway um so she has she is in the process of a divorce, which seems to be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's a divorce and a custody battle, potentially. Yeah. She would like full custody of her child. Sylvester Apollo Bear. So, but it's also, it's, his short name is Sly, which I just think is like... He's Sly. Yeah, of all what? the nicknames for a baby. <laughs> he's a sly little baby. He's a sly baby. I, I don't I think Sylvester's kind of a fun name, but like it's that grandpa yeah. like old fashioned name that's kind of come back. But I like I think Sylvester is kinda cool, but I, I don't think you can Vest. I I've been thinking how can you shorten it? I don't Vesta Vesta. <laughs> it doesn't work. Um so Sylvie, she, little boy. I kinda like that. That's kinda cute, especially for a little toddler. Um, yeah. she's in the process of divorcing Sebastian Burr McLeod, McLeod, I don't know. Um, but there's been a lot of focus on her dating. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of focus on what appears to be a lot of terrible things that Sebastian has done. Because Sebastian mm. used to be part of, um, what are they called? The ones, the, the boy, the Safty brothers. The boys. The boys. Um, <laughs> he used to be part of the boys. boys. The Safty boys. The Safty brothers um, who did Uncut Gems and Good Time mm-hmm. and have like a little, their own little, I think it's like a, I guess like a subsidiary of, a, like it's owned by A24. Yeah. They have their own little branch of it. I don't know how it works. Um, but he's a producer. And, I didn't know he was well, a producer. Well, he was part of, they were a trio initially. Oh, which okay. doesn't it just doesn't make sense that there's two brothers and then just this guy um so they're <laughs> a trio and he's doing all the films with them and mm. then at some point he's doing some terrible things and then he is fired because as i think fired maybe that's not the correct terminology but at the minute this is not his only legal battle at the minute he's yeah. also in like a contentious mediation with the safty brothers at because, the same time. At the same time. Interesting. Because okay. I think, I'm not sure all these, there's three statements from three different women. Yeah. I think these are part of potentially the mediation. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where these three statements came from, but they weren't created for Variety, but Variety got a hold of them. Uh, okay. I think so. That was what seemed to be implied in the Variety article. Yeah, because it's not like... It was like Variety got the statements but i don't know if they were created directly for them if they like interviewed the women that have i don't think they did because they constantly seem to like i think if they if they were just for because i did you read the variety yeah yeah it did it wasn't an interview it was just them listing like the allegations yeah yeah yeah. so i got the impression it was these statements were created for something else but essentially variety has three statements from Mm -hmm. three women yeah um who have worked with Sebastian in different capacities on different films. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quite shocking. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. And as usual, we won't, we'll try to avoid any detail. Yeah, but I think it's stuff. worth having a content warning at this point. Massively, that, yeah. Um, it does involve discussions of sexual assault, yeah. sexual misconduct. Yeah. 
um, grooming. Grooming. It, it's not good. And obviously, we're going to be as just what's the word like brief. Not we're yeah. not going to go into detail essentially. Um, but just if if overall it's not a good topic, I would just stop listening. Um, at this point, yeah, definitely. So, Variety, as we say, publishes this article. I think it was earlier this week. So it's a statement made by the young woman, but obtained by Variety. So That's what dodgy. How like it's it's not a statement made for Variety. No, she hasn't spoken to them. So Neither kind have, of, none of the women have. I don't. And think. I know they haven't named them. So doesn't that make it seem like it's not created for them? No. So why have they put? But how are they allowed to publish it if it's an ongoing mediation? I just don't know. It just seems like a really sketchy kind of way to without actually approaching the women and yeah. being like, oh, have you got a comment? Unless we misunderstood. I love at one point later, I don't love this, but I find it very interesting that they're like, um, that they said they'd spoken, I think I've got it later on, but they said they'd spoken to um, Sebastian's people for a comment and their comment was no comment. (laughs) It's like, usually they just say like, oh, they didn't didn't comment, but it was that they had spoken to him (laughs) and the comment was no no comment, comment, which is so funny to me. It's not funny, but it is. Um, So the first allegations from one girl is come from 2016 when the filming of Good Time with Robert Pattinson mm. is happening. I didn't, did anyone see that? Did you see that? I did not it's see too it. good, but I don't think it's funny. <laughs> People um, keep talking about it. I won't be watching it now. No, absolutely not. That's no. for sure. So this girl in question is 17 years old when this occurs. Yeah. Um, she's very excited because I think she's, she's approached by Sebastian... I think maybe on Instagram, I'm not sure. Mm. One of the girls that was on Instagram. And, you know, she's told about this film. She's yeah. told Robert Pattinson's going to be in it. And she's. it says that she was a Twilight fan. Yeah. So, like, obviously she's very encouraged by this. And obviously getting a big opportunity mm. to do a film. Yeah. Um, But then when she turns up to set, she says that she turns up to a cramped room where she is naked and there's all these male cast and crew members there, which mm. is not the appropriate environment. And this, interestingly, includes the Safdie brothers being there. So yep. I don't believe that they're innocent in this situation. They just potentially didn't know the whole backstory of this. But remember, this girl is 17. Yeah. Um, and in so, so instead of doing the scene that she had thought she would be performing, she was paired with a actor who had just been released from prison and hired... Um, and then so the statement she says that she was utterly stunned and felt ter- terrified which is understandable um, and then it says her distress this is her words um, her distress only worsened when this actor had whispered in her ear if he could stick it in while the cameras rolled and then she says no they're 17 year old and it's part of a what should be a professional environment yeah. I feel like when people they're always like oh what is an intimacy coordinator? Why do we need one? <laughs> this is this why. This is why. Because you, know, you don't have a 17-year-old girl sitting in front of a room of men. With an ex-convict, completely naked, as- being like asked if she can be assaulted in front of all of them. The what fa- the fuck? I, 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 I can't believe it. But it's also like, what was entailed in that scene then? What, what was her bit part in it going to be because why was she naked in a room full of well, men well doesn't in the that first... beg the question like what yeah. what are the processes like mm. why was this allowed why did yeah. this happen because as we found out later on the scene is not used in the film no it's not it's... used in the film and mm. someone comments on it i think we get to this later on and says 
this is not how you hire people for movies. No. That's not how you do it. Why are they not going through? It's not a girl with an agent. They've not gone no. through an agent. This is why those people exist so yeah. that we can, you know, you're not exploiting young people yeah. into positions where essentially it's a it's like an assault. It is assault. It's just yeah. like flat out, like all the terrible Harvey Weinstein things that you think yeah and then people witnessed it like it, yeah. it, it's still happening and that's just horrific um so then they spoke to some other sources and two of them were in the room when this scene was shot mm. um oh that's all they say on that <laughs> That's what I've so got. So I think it's like they're they saying they've just had it verified by two. Other oh, okay. People, well, it's been verified then. And so. about his, um, they spoke. Variety also spoke to more than a dozen sources familiar with his behaviour. And yeah, and two specifically had seen that. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. And then, so not long after that, this young girl begins having sex with Sebastian. Ooh. After that, then. Um, which is described as consensual um and while the age of consent in new york is 17 as the article points out i guess you Mm. can have your own moral opinions on that and mine would be that a 17 year old can't effectively consent to a relationship with a man of his age and in his power dynamic the power dynamic between like you said he's basically the third safety brother yeah He's, he's hired her, he's gotten her role. work, it's a yeah. position of power, yeah. there is an age difference, she is, you know, her brain isn't fully developed, she's, she's potentially not out of high school. She's like, a child. She's a child, in my opinion. And it said um, she came from an impoverished background as well, so like, you know, this is her big break. And he's like, abusing that, yes. essentially. Um, yeah, this is it, that it says that he, through a sp- spokesperson, declined to comment. Why did he need a spokesperson to decline? <laughs> Why do you need that? Um, but And also they make, they have spoken, they actually did get something from the Safdies um, and it says that they were made aware of his behaviour, Sebastian's behaviour, in July 2022 and then they took action and terminated him. So I think that's potentially what the mediation is about. Yeah, but... Because they probably... This happened in 2016. Exactly. So it's the allegation... Well, a lot, what a lot of people are saying is that they did know about this beforehand. So yeah. while they, so essentially, from the Safety brothers' point of view, it's that they didn't know that he'd randomly sourced this girl. They didn't know yeah. the age yeah. of the girl. They didn't know what blah blah blah. But they should be doing more due diligence on yeah. people who are being casted. I guess they potentially could say they had a lot of trust in him to do his job, mm. and they didn't know that he was like this. But everyone else on the set seemed to know he was like this. And if they had a relationship, as it says, a consensual relationship for the next two years, was where was that happening? Because he was very publicly. Well, was he not married at this time? I think they did. They get married in twenty eighteen. I have no clue. I know that they were together for what six weeks, and then yeah. they got married. If that, which red flag from him? I think he's just a massively he is, red flag. Like um, it's actually vile. So then, on Uncut Gems, Uncut Gems, Uncut Gems, there was another woman who was eighteen at the time. Which again, make your own moral opinions, but in my point we of view, we don't like it. She's a child, baby. She's not full. A baby until you're twenty five. In my baby. view, even now, like thinking back on it, 
at 18, I was not in an emotionally mature nope. enough place I to a date a fully grown man yep. who is in a position of power yep. because that's what happens again here because this he's, woman... He's like and, in his 30s. And he's married at this point as oh, well. Oh yeah, fully married at this um, point. So during production of Uncut Gems, this woman has said that he was grooming her on Instagram, um, citing his position in the film industry to make her major career promises. So mm-hmm. position of power. Um, and she described an interview in incident in his apartment that he shared with Emrata. Yeah. Who again, he's married to. Um, she says they're kissing and things escalate. And then he, um, without consent, What's the word? Essentially stealth is um, what she's saying happened. So, yeah, that more terrible things. And then she also says that he, like his sense of humor apparently is just calling her derogatory terms and then saying it's a joke. Yeah, it's not... um... It's it's beyond anything, kind like. But the, and the thing is, as well, when I read this in the Variety article, I was like, I can fully believe that. Like, I can mm. see. I know that there are people like this that, yeah, like, yeah. essentially insult you, specifically using derogatory terms. And then I'm like, this is a joke. It's, it's a my joke. dark edge of humor. And, and and I feel like the the guy who's behind Uncut Gems <laughs> yes. would probably be a dark edge of humor sort of guy. Yeah, but um, then not only that. She also says he began tracking her through an app on her phone, which is really good fun. Just messed up. And then she also says that it, he also began sending messages on Instagram to a 15-year-old girl um, who was not a part of the production, but had visited set. So it'd be interesting to know if anyone was Why? aware of that, if anyone had met this 15-year-old. <laughs> Why is this 15-year-old on set for uncut gems? And then, exactly. And then <laughs> when this woman had confronted him about this, it says that Sebastian appeared pleased with himself and laughed at my comment, but he didn't deny the accusation. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And then multiple sources told Variety that his contact with the 15-year-old, as well as his romantic involvement with yet another girl, uh, another young woman on Uncut Gems, um, led to the Safties firing him. But again, after, like, it's, if they were if fired him in 2022 or whatever, hmm. When did they supposedly find out about this? Or did they find out that these girls were going to come forward? Probably. I don't know. I'd be interested. It's just there's... A lot of people seem to be have been aware of this yeah. working on the sets, so... And I think in particular, when you look at the timeline of it, July 2022, and then they divorce in September 2022. Yeah. So I think it seems like that summer potentially the, whatever the mediation or something was yeah. going on things were coming to light and then it all happened and collided but lots of people have known about this mm-hmm. because they must have looked the other way or been fine with this behavior because you can't have this kind of pattern of behavior without yeah. it being picked up upon and it, you have to rely on people to be scared to say out loud and if he thinks he's missed a big producer shot and you know a24 have completely backed the safety brothers like they're getting all this attention yeah. all of this press you know like big names in their films they're on the upward trajectory you think like well this is it we're we're in it now so he thinks oh he's just vile like it makes me feel really unwell Also, oh, he's think. married to m ratter at one point yeah. like which must do like must have done a lot to his ego because like clearly he has every, a massive ego clearly but like you know 
so many men were like, yeah. oh, M. Ratter yeah. is like the epitome of like beautiful. Yeah. Um, and like he must have been like, yeah. Well, look at me. I've got Emrata. I've got all these girls on the side. I've got these teenagers. I'm teenagers. Um, there was also a third woman that you know Variety got a statement, got not from her, but like somehow obtained this statement. Just someone um, frantically <laughs> cop like photocopying yeah, something it's in a back room. Shifty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this woman had worked on several independent films as an intern and at an assistant level, um, and her statement didn't involve any sexual misconduct but was more about just his general troubling behavior on set mm. i don't really think they go much into her um statement but i think it would have been good to also hear what she had to say a bit i more. know and i don't know why they didn't do it i just think I there's a lot of this reading between the lines and you kind of have to pay attention and have read as much as we have yeah. in these kinds of like tell-alls or yeah when actually it's it's not lazy journalism, but it's journalism that isn't fully transparent about yeah how why have you been why have you obtained this? Has who's handed these statements to you? Did you, you approach the actual witnesses? Did they de- decline to comment? Did they want this published? Did they in want this put Did out they consent? Yeah. They may have done. We have may- maybe misunderstood what's happened. It was just a bit strange the way things were phrased. The phrase and is why this really last weird. Um, woman hasn't really. They haven't shared much of her story, but they do mention that it wasn't like a sexual misconduct allegation. But it's weird that they went into so much depth with the two girls that had come forward about a sexual misconduct allegation. And then when it got to just a general um, troubling behavior allegation, they didn't want to look into it, which is just quite a strange take for me. Why not give all equal um, time throughout the article? It's a bit strange. Yeah, That's kind of the end of it. Um, But then they do kind of mention that you know um the fact that that a 17 year old girl was being filmed nude for a Mm. film at all was bizarre yeah um like from anyone who was in that room yeah and that um there's no rule against it um, but there's a general Screen Actors Guild requirement that employment conditions not be de- detrimental to the health, morals, and safety of the minor. <sighs> yeah. So it does seem to be against that because it's definitely against her safety and morals. Things I don't really know what they mean by that, but like by morals of the minor, but like I know what morals. Well, are yeah, I don't. About, I, like, that's a strange word choice, but so definitely your child, you can't consent. Right? Health and safety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But then the last bit is that um, it's also saying again, getting someone through in- Instagram, hiring someone from Instagram who again is a teenager mm. rather than uh, who is not a union member. Then basically yeah. doesn't know that they have specific rights. Mm. Um, and this person says that normally minors have to have their contracts court affirmed and there's a lot yeah. of other hoops in order to cast a minor. So this situation is just all round bizarre that she was even let into a room and, you know, made yeah. to do that scene. Very yeah. bizarre. Um, but then they've just said that, you know, the Safety brothers still doing pretty well. Mm, they've just won an Oscar. Yeah, so... And in particularly, um, so they say like Robert Pattinson wasn't in, wasn't on day and set for when the Good Time audition happened. Yeah, it doesn't appear in the final version of the movie. Her name appears in the credits. Interesting. 
And then according to her statement, Bear McLeod did not discuss any pay associated with the role and merely bought her cigarettes after the shoot. The woman did not receive residuals for her from A24 for her role. A knowledgeable source, take that with a pinch of salt, told yeah. Variety that the scene was used in promo footage that was presented to buyers at Cannes Market in 2016. Yeah. A24 bought the film off that footage. A source close to Safdie's, who's familiar with the editing process, says the scene never made the final cut for creative reasons. That makes me feel even grosser for yeah. her. Yeah. That there's this, like, filming of her being, like, assaulted, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, when she's 17 in a room full of men that has just disappeared. Yeah. And it's never... She didn't get any money for she it? Doesn't get, she doesn't get anything, essentially. And th- this is the problem, again, like, with saying, why are they going through Instagram to hire people? Why yeah. is that Why was that ever allowed? Why was someone not trying to, like, liaise with a lawyer or an agent yeah. or someone? Yeah. That should have been a f- the first thing they do. They should have been doing due diligence. Like, mm-hmm. people should have known her age. Yeah. I don't know if they, they were completely disillusioned or if they knew she was 17 and went, well, it's New York, so it's, it's legal. It's fine, yeah. But it, it's just bizarre. Like, you yeah. don't... And it kind of brings me back... We talk about him a lot, but Sam Levinson, who does mm-hmm. Euphoria, didn't it he also... It feels like that, doesn't it? Didn't he also, like, hire people through Instagram as well? I, I'm sure they had... I swear it was something with Chloe Cherry. Like she, oh, yeah. I'm not. I might be misremembering Chloe Cherry this. Was in a porn version of Euphoria, and it, and then is that where he knew of her from? Yeah, like I, it's just very bizarre. I I don't know. I don't. I know that certain people are cast from Instagram, and I think Instagram and social media, it does give people more opportunities. But nothing you should wrong with that. not. Then there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't know if you want to hire someone through Instagram. It would make sense to be like, I would like to hire you, but in order to do that, could you make sure you've got an agent or a management and I'll try and set you up with someone, but just making sure that there is sort of someone in place that makes sure this person knows they're right, they know they can be part of a union and they know that they can be paid, essentially, all of these things. He just used it basically in like the oldest form of the casting couch. Yeah, essentially. And it was just a blatant misuse of power. Yeah. From what it seems like. And... But the the overall point then is a lot of focus on Emrata and her dating. Sorry, she had a kiss with Harry Styles. Yeah. That's really the main thing we should all be focusing and on I, right now. I, and it's you know maybe she wants that publicity on her for that right now. So but she's that's not. Her, that's the father of her son. Like yeah, well, and also trying to go it, their divorce proceedings have gone to the Supreme Court. Exactly. So there's something. Something's stuck not quite there. right. That's not right. But I can kind of understand why she might be trying to. Maybe these things are publicity stunts, and maybe she's planning these because she doesn't want to be associated with these ongoing legal issues with her like ex-husband let that sinking ship rot yeah she probably wants nothing to do with him and all those allegations she probably doesn't want to be brought into it absolutely um but it's just so always interesting that like people love to comment on like a woman's dating history but i've seen barely any news on this man's whole all these statements from the women because as much as i don't think that emrata should be linked to this man and no. what he's done because he's done it she he's, just was married to exactly him, you know. but we should have so much sympathy for these women that have come forward yeah. who were children at the time yeah and emrata in her marriage to this man yeah. who seems like a nightmare from these statements and it's more than just when it happened at the time that it was like oh if he if this man has cheated on emrata then there's no hope for the rest of his gals because you know she is the pinnacle of what we're all told is the beauty standard mm. Even she got cheated on. Even she got cheated on. But this man is 
awful and it's not even being addressed properly it's just been this little i think it was limited sympathy for her because people were making comments like that and it was like oh but like i imagine that going on behind the scenes was a lot of terrible things because well if all the flood because it says it's it's like another happening in her apartment yeah a source close to her says that she's not surprised by these allegations so which again do we can't that's basically dumois like yeah exactly we don't we don't know but (laughs) I, I, it just makes me have a lot more sympathy for the situation Absolutely. and people commenting on her dating and commenting on like oh these um publicity stunts I don't do all the publicity stunts Go you for want it, yeah. like I would do everything you to sound just, like you're going through hell yeah you would not I, I can understand why she doesn't want to be associated with this Absolutely. and so many of the interviews because not many people know this man are referring to it as like Emrass's ex-husband I know it's um, always assault name. allegations yeah always so i don't know it did kind of change my perspective on the whole thing i know to some extent we have kind of linked them back together but it's more of like a to comment on a double standard rather than to encourage that um linking of the two people and like blaming her by association because her ex-husband but i think it's just like no actually the focus you might have clicked on this because we were talking about emrata but this is the thing we should all be focusing on because this sounds like it's as big as harvey weinstein yeah yeah and it it makes me question the practices that were you know these like everyone goes on about how brilliant little indie films are and they are like when when done appropriately absolutely but what it often means is that um the production isn't done under the safest a lot this you know a lot of indie productions are even better than mainstream hollywood but in mainstream hollywood people know more about their rights they're more likely to have Actually, I'm taking this all back because even so, they still managed to like abuse people. Abuse pa- you know what? No, it doesn't matter. I think Hollywood is just corrupt. I take back yeah. my <laughs> point altogether. People in power like to use that power yep. to their advantage, and it's terrible. And it's just sad to see it happening again. And people think that Hollywood has changed so much, but as you say, these are yeah. sort of things that were being reported as happening with the Harvey Weinstein. Um, me too sort of coverage but also way back from the allegation about um marlon brando mm. the famous i which i'm not gonna go into but you can find out if you want a very famous marlon brando allegation about something that happened on a set of a film similar situation yep. to this yeah it clearly haven't changed no and it's the same and like even with that discussion he seems like the kind of sicko if all this is true that would get off on the fact that the all the all the culture is talking about at that time is me too time's up harvey weinstein's being exposed he's going to jail he's you know there's all the, it's the beginning it's 2016 this yeah. is when this is the start of it all yeah you can't hide from it anymore that's when he's doing this to these teenagers yeah so this little shithead with his power trip has gone this is my time because and he's like it's i'm funny from what these girls are funny. saying he thinks it's funny yeah absolute psychopath so i think they're very brave for pursuing probably in the mediation against him in wherever these statements have come from yeah i hope they are getting not compensated because i don't think that would solve everything but i think at least some kind of justice in whatever way they want it to look like i hope they have peace i hope they they don't their names don't get brought Mm. out i hope they just live like very yeah happy lives and nobody else gets preyed upon but 
It's wishful thinking, isn't it? With these, it things. really is. But I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Safety Brothers because they're at such a high. Well, yeah, especially for the thanks to Julia Fox. Right? They made her their muse and then she really put their name out there. I know everyone knew the Safety Brothers. I'm not saying that Julia Fox made the Safety Brothers, but she kind of did. She kind of did. She introduced the Safety Brothers to me. Yeah, a lot of people did not know the Safety Brothers' names until she said the Safety Brothers made her their muse. Yeah. Josh Safety in particular, sorry. I was Josh Safety's muse. And exactly. Anka Jams. Um, but thank you once again for listening. Let us know your point of view. Point of view? Opinion? Whatever. <laughs> point of view. My point of view. Um... But yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Hopefully it wasn't too depressing. Did it change your opinion on Emrata? Mm, um, how do you, you feel about Emrata? Do you think people are too harsh on her? Do you think they're critical enough? Like, mm. I don't know. Let us know what you think. Or just give us like a little review if you want to. Or just think on it. Whichever. <laughs> we don't mind. Um, but thank you once again for listening. Have a great week. Bye.